Hey boo hey, thank you for tuning in to Unapologetically Her. I'm your girl, Natalie Nadine. If you're searching for a safe space as a young black woman to help you own your truth and navigate the challenges of adulthood unapologetically, this is the show for you. Let's get into it. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her. And for today's episode, I am joined by Bria. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I've been seeing you killing it on Instagram. So I'm just, you're doing amazing. You've got some really great interviewees and I see you're doing your thing. And we're both York U alumni. Yes. Yep. So I'm happy to see another. Are you doing journalism? Oh, actually, I switched and I went into PR and corporate comm. Yes, I love yeah. to see it. So it's love. It, I love to see like black women more into like journalism, writing. We need more of that. So representation matters. Yeah, it does. Yes. So before we get into anything today, tell the people who you are, where they can find you, support you, go run you a check, even let the people know. <laughs> okay. Bria Barrows, um, and thank you so much for having me on, Natalie. You're welcome. Um, thank you. Okay, so I'm a York University about to be a graduate. So I graduate in June of 2023 this year. Um, I'm a professional, thank you so much. I'm a professional writing student. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm a professional writing student. I love writing. Um, I love speaking. Like I love, I'm on Twitter a lot, just doing think pieces about just like black trauma, just anything that I think is important. I like to speak about that, like on social media. And I do a lot of videos on my personal page about mental health, mental health, um, self-love, just um, breaking generational curses. So I, mm-hmm. I do a lot of that on social media. So you can find me at Bria, sorry, Brie underscore Barrows at, sorry, Brie underscore Barrows. Yeah, Brie underscore Barrows on Instagram. That's where you can find me. Amazing. First of all, that means I definitely have to have you back more than once because girl, there's a lot we can cover. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. But for today's episode, you guys, we're going to talk about social media, the obsession, how it affects young women today, especially Black women, when it comes to self-image, self-esteem, and self-worth. So my first question for you is, why do you think social media has become such a powerful tool in shaping young women's self-esteem and their mental health? I think social media has become a powerful tool in shaping young women's self-esteem and mental health because it's all part of our culture now. Right. Like growing up, I when I was like in grade six or in like in the seventh grade, grade six, even social media wasn't something that was so active. Like social media, this we didn't have we're around the same age, like I'm going to be 28. So we didn't have like um, Instagram at that time. So like you can just go through your life and just kind of mature naturally. I think with social media, it puts a lot of pressure on young girls to look a certain way and to appear perfect and and the comparison is a big thing that comes into play with social media. One of the things you'll find with me, if you call on my, if you go on my page or you see my think pieces on Twitter, I talk about a lot of things that sometimes people are afraid to talk about, but I think we need Love to talk it. about. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I feel a little bit like embarrassed because it is too real, but I think it's necessary because no one's perfect and we're all going through things. Like when you log out of your social media account, it doesn't matter what age you are. We are all going through something. And I think we all feel the peer pressure to look a certain way, to be a certain way. Yeah. So back to being with social media, it's such a big part of our culture now. Like, it's just the thing that we we have, right? Like, we have a happy moment with our friends, with our family, with our loved ones. We want to, you know, post it. 
instead of just enjoying the moment. I think when it comes to selfies, sometimes we can feel the pressure to appear perfect because there's so many airbrush photos on Instagram. There's the BBL culture, you know, body, um, body insecurities is something that can happen with young girls. So mm-hmm. I think on social media and you know, the mind is a powerful thing. Whatever you see, it goes into your subconscious. As soon as you click into your yes. social media, you're seeing that image. And, you know, it's just like, wow, I don't I don't look like that. You know, you know, your comparison, it could be comparison to anyone. It could be your friends. It could be someone that you see online. And you're thinking, am I enough? And I think even in your 20s, and I feel for these young girls who are in high school, because I didn't have that when I was in high school. Like, I wasn't on social media until later on for me. Mm-hmm. So I feel in high school to be like 14 15 16 and to have to feel that pressure to look a certain way and it's it's really sad because it really affects your mental health and yeah I think that's one of the reasons why it affects us so much there's one thing where you said about growing up without the social media when you think back to like grade six and whatnot and that really wasn't that long ago and that really has me thinking like look at us now compared to like if we have children nieces nephew growing up in this generation the effects that it has on whether you're three-year-old or 13 years old as a teenager. Yep. I've had older people come to me like, I don't even think that they would go through this. And they're struggling with it, like body image, how they see themselves because they're comparing themselves to what they see on social media. Whatever we feed our mind, it, it, it goes into our mind and that's something that we can carry. And we have to remember that everybody processes things differently. You could be more sensitive. I'm a sensitive person, you know, mm-hmm. like you highly sensitive. You could be more... Um, you could be going through something in your life, your um, background of how you see yourself and going into social media can affect you. It really is. It, it's something that we don't talk about, but we need to talk about it more. I want people to be aware that when you log into social media, it can seem like everybody has their life together. Everybody looks perfect. And that is what creates an isolating feeling for us. But everybody's going through something like you're trying to keep up with someone who's trying to keep up with someone. And that's why it's unhealthy. Yeah. that part and that's the thing we glorify social media it's great to be seen and blah 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 but just like everything else in life you have your pros and your cons and it's like it's forbidden to talk about the cons of social media yeah i think so i think i think people are afraid these days to be vulnerable it takes a lot to go um to open up with what you're struggling with because someone might think oh man i'm the only one going through this and you know is it this too personal to you know divulge to people but you're not the only one like in my journey this year from when I was 25 now I'm 27 I've realized the dangers of social media and even though I love to be on there every now and then I really do take a step back when I find it affecting my mental health and I've taken a step back when it comes to um over posting so that I'm not getting my worth from social media it's like you post a photo and you get all these likes you don't get any comments or you don't get enough likes and you think wow what does this mean about me and it doesn't mean anything about you, but it's just like it, it's the culture has made us think that our worth and value is in how we appear to others on social media. Filters. One thing with me on social media, I don't use filters. So if you're going to see if the blemish is there, you're going to see that because it's I, I feel like for me personally, it doesn't help for me psychologically to think that I always have to look perfect. And we know that like face tuning and airbrushing is real. But like young girls need to know that like sometimes when you're comparing yourself to these photos, it's airbrushing and touching that lifestyle that you're comparing yourself to. And this isn't knocking people's success. We, you know, we're happy for people, but like sometimes the lifestyle that you're comparing yourself to doesn't even exist. That person could be depressed. That person could be suicidal. Look at Chesley Chris. Chesley Chris had, uh, if you look at her Instagram profile, 
it was like perfection. Like you would never think that she was going through something. Twitch, who died by suicide this year, you would never think he was going through something. You never know what people are going through. And this is why we have to be kind to people. You definitely just really just pointed out something too. It was like kind of like that false sense of reality. Yes. All these people live in perfect lives. Every post is perfectly be slim. Our hair is laid to the quads, the body, everything. Smile, yeah. dancing, but what is happening behind closed doors? Yeah. And that's why it's important like we to like check in on people in real life. And I feel like social media has actually created like a world where we don't actually check in on people anymore. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, Natalie looks fine on social media, so why do I need to check in? But it's like, who's really gonna post themselves like having a breakdown all the time? Like we we we're afraid. Like that's the social in us, the the social need for acceptance and validation. We're afraid to be vulnerable. So it's like we won't show the sad parts. But you know, and not that we have to, but it's just like not everything is reality. So as we're talking about the effects of social media, I want to ask you, like, how do you think influencers impact young women's self-worth, image, and self-esteem? Influencers. So I I am anti-influencer for me personally. I don't really... So I follow some influencers, but I don't follow a lot of influencers. Um, I don't try to delve into influencer culture because I think it can put a lot of pressure on young girls to think that they have to obtain a certain lifestyle that, you know, in reality it takes a long time to get to a certain place. So I think sometimes you need to take a step back and really, really think about who you're following on social media. Yeah. Like, you know, that's how I think. Mm, that's the thing. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I've become that anti-influencer. Like you said, like maybe the handful and it has to be influencers that resonate with my morals and my values and my beliefs. Yeah. I remember like when YouTube was really taken off in like the 2010s, like all yeah. these influencers, you're following their lives, but you yeah. see how they've changed now. And like, oh. there's something about this that doesn't feel natural. It feels like yeah. I'm keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. I used to follow a lot of influencers like on social media. Um, I obviously won't name names, but like uh, I used to follow people on social media, like on YouTube and stuff like that. And it's, it's it, it was great when it felt like authentic, but I like to follow people who feel authentic and feel real because that's real life. I think sometimes the peer pressure to appear perfect, that influencer, you have to be careful with that because what you're, they're paid to give a lifestyle to you. They're an influencer. They're influencing you to be a certain way. So if you go on their pages, you're going to notice that they're looking perfect. You know, yep. the photo face tune. And you're just like, wow, like, and you really can, the human in you can sometimes be like, my photos don't look like that or I don't look like that. Well, they're paid to present to you a lifestyle. And, it, and you start to feel some type of way. And, you know, if we can be honest with ourselves, that that, that is what can give us the feelings of comparison and envying someone's lifestyle. And mm-hmm. don't know what people are going through on social media. You do not know. So we have to really be, ca- be cautious of that. I think it's important sometimes to take social media breaks mm-hmm. and know that following is a form of self-care. Like sometimes you just have to unfollow. You have to mute just for your own mental health and take breaks. Like if you feel like you're, you know, it's getting to you, that doesn't mean that there's something, you know, that's bad or like, oh, I'm so insecure. Don't feel bad about it. Hmm. Just take a break because it's human. Take a break, exercise, meditate, do something to get your mind off of it because it is human. And this is what we can all end up getting into on social media or follow more pages that uplift you, like mental health pages, self-love, mm-hmm. self-care pages. So that when you go into your feed, it's positive. Yeah. Most, it's like a relief. So you don't feel like anxious. 
um there's a part where you said there as well when it comes to like blocking people unfollowing i have mastered that to the t girl it's seasonal wow so we're filtering through for the for the you know summer season yeah delete remove them from following me them it's all about keeping your mental health intact and i realized i was doing that um comparison on social media Ooh, but the light counts. Ooh, but how they look. And it's like, this just puts you down on an unhealthy rabbit hole. And it's hurtful to you as, you know, as a woman, we're going through our self-love journeys. And like, in your 20s, you're still learning and learning about yourself and building your confidence. You know, not many people will say this, but we still are. We just came out of our our teens a few years ago. So now we're, we are. So yeah, removing people. And unfollowing people and muting sometimes or just taking a break from social media is a form of. So I love that you mastered that because that's this is something I'm learning now. Mm-hmm. So that I'm pleasing, I'm just like doing it for my mental health. Amazing. And you see, this is one thing where like we're we're talking about these things, but there's gonna be so many girls and boys listening, you know, ladies and the gentlemen, depending on your age group who, like you said, are going through this. You don't have to be a teenager to go through this. You can still be going through this at 50 years old or 25 years old. This is something I realized. I didn't know that people like older than me were going through this. Everybody is. Yep. Everybody. So we're all being sold a lifestyle or a message or an image every single day. So, you know, it's. I think it's important to create a life that my therapist says to me, she's like, make your mind a kind space in your to go home to your mind is a kind space your social media um your social media page is a kind is a is a safe space to go to you know what i mean like just clearing all out any bad energies any influences that don't help your betterment yeah Yeah. so now let's put a positive spin on it and in your opinion what are um what are some of the most effective ways young women can build their self-esteem outside of social media Okay, one of the most effective ways is getting either a therapist or maybe a life coach. Oh. So that this is pricey. Trust me, I know. We're, we were students at one point. I'm graduating. I know y'all. I know it is expensive. Trust mm-hmm. me, I get it. So um, I have a YouTube page, Bria Barrow. So I am going to do a, um, a YouTube video one day talking about how to find an affordable therapist. Um, sometimes you may not need therapy. Sometimes you need it. But for me personally, I think therapy is an effective tool to talk about the things that you need to get off your chest to yeah. be vulnerable. It could be a licensed therapist or it could be a life coach, but a therapist is the most helpful in my opinion, because it's a safe space. Sometimes, you know, your, your best friend could be a safe space as well, but I think it's important to talk to a professional so that you can really divulge what you want to talk about. And it's, they're trained to help you so mm-hmm. that you can just talk about the things that are really affecting you and do not be ashamed of what you're going through. If you think you're struggling with comparison, if you think you're struggling with, envy if you think you're struggling with low self-esteem talk to a therapist about it they're not there to judge you they're there to help you one of the things i've learned on my healing journey since i was 25 it's been really difficult um when it comes to healing and building my worth it's been it's been a difficult journey but it is liberating to talk about what you go through so that you can heal through it stuffing that down inside and just saying i'm good i'm not going through it i feel ashamed that's not getting you anywhere but talking with someone who's trusted they can actually help you and you can get on the other side and it's a beautiful journey once you start to heal and go through that process of rebuilding and healing. So that's what I would say. Number two, I would say to unfollow accounts that are just not helping you and not serving you. 
I'm still learning this, like you've mastered this, but I'm still learning this. But I think if you can mute, unfollow, or take breaks, that's necessary. I know at one point I was on Instagram a lot and I just had to like delete the app off my phone. So the app is not on my phone anymore. Whenever I want to go on Instagram, I install the app and I take it off immediately after so that it's not something that I just go on um, mindlessly because it can become like an addiction. So I've taken it off my phone. If you find that you're obsessed with it, take the app off your phone. Um, you can also get like self-love books. I have this one that my therapist wants to work through with me. This one is the self-love workbook. You can get workbooks online. This one is by, um, I hope I'm saying her name right, but I think it's Shayna Ali, PhD. She's like a therapist. You can get workbooks. Um, and you can just get into things that just help you feel sensation, um, exercise. Just focus on yourself and what you want, the goals for yourself to build your self-esteem. You can journal as well. Um, start saying positive things to yourself. I have my own journal and I say my like positive affirmations oh, in my journal. Um, shout out to she's a black um black journal maker and yeah write positive things about yourself but therapy is like the number one tool i think is really helpful yeah see one thing that you mentioned and i have a friend who does that too he tells me he doesn't keep instagram on his phone he doesn't keep tiktok like he'll keep it on his ipad for when he has to make a post but because like you said that phone is that thing that you have in your hand at all times he's like it was distracting rabbit hole yeah. you know work done and i'm like that's something I need to try because I'll just be here and be like, oh. I think you should delete the app. I could, I didn't think I could do it, but like once I did, it was just like freeing because it's like you just get to do things that like I'm hardly on Instagram now. I go into pop in for like a good laugh sometimes, like on the shade room or something. But then, or I post on my personal page or I'll post like a video or something, but then I'm just out. Like I try to, I still need to work on my social media habits because sometimes it's still bad. But, like, I'm trying more so, like, meditation now, exercise. Um, yeah, just, like, getting outside sometimes, like, just doing things for yourself, Yeah, I think is helpful. But removing the app, it is, it is really helpful. Ooh, now, ladies and gents, Bria is giving you the gems and the tea, what you need to know, what you need to be doing. So if you are, you know... In a sense, dealing with this suffering when it comes to these kind of things, these are really great tips to keep in mind. You don't have to follow everything and go like step by step. Pull from this interview what works for you, what works with your lifestyle and who you are as a person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'm still learning. Like it's a process. Like I'm not perfect at all. So I'm still it's something I've started like since I was 25, like on my self-love healing journey. So it's been a process. It's been really hard. I'm not going to lie. Like once you start healing, you'll start to realize like, it's just hard. Like it's different for everybody, but I think healing and being vulnerable and feeling what you feel to feel it really hurts, but like to get awareness and to know that you can have a safe space with someone is just like really healthy because mm -hmm. I think like sometimes as like black people, like we just like, we turn down like therapy and like we come from a culture of like, sometimes our own folks are not our safe space. Like we feel like we can't trust people who are around us to like talk about what we're going through without them telling our business or judging what we're going through. So like having a safe space through like therapy, you actually feel seen and understood for the first time. So it's very liberating. I like that. And I, I like now I've seen a, I want to say a trend, but I've seen a common reoccurrence with a lot of my guests are very open when it comes to talking about therapy. So I always appreciate guests when they come on because it is a taboo topic 
with the black community, with the older generation. For You're sure. supposed to, you know, go to church, pray to God, and okay, call it a day. Forget yeah. about your problems and be about your way. Yeah, prayer is helpful. God is amazing. I'm definitely a believer, but God gives people, God gives wisdom to people to help us in our life. And sometimes what you're going through is like, is you're struggling mentally. And like, that's what doctors are there for. That's what therapists are there for. Like, sometimes the pastor can't help you in that way. So it's no shame in going to get help. You know, there's nothing wrong with going to a therapist. If we had um, an injury on our body, we would go and get it fixed at the doctors. Our brain is we have to look at mental health as like our brain health, like our brain wellness. It's a part of our body. It gets sick. And that's just how we heal it. Yeah. So yeah. I want to talk about a sense of community. So what role do you think the community support and mentorship can play in helping, you know, to shape a young women's challenge when it comes to navigating the, I would say the process of growing up in this age of social media? I think if you I think community for us in the black community is everything but I think sometimes and I'm going to keep it real I think sometimes we can get into a selfish mentality where we don't want to help each other like sometimes that can get to us so I think I if have, yeah I think that is our downfall and I think that is something that we all have to work on um, I think if you are in the position where you can help another black young sister or brother do it like if you have if you know you have resources you know you have knowledge to drop send them a DM, give them an encouraging, like just that little message that you can send to someone on mm -hmm. social media can really uplift them and just make them feel seen. Shout out to Stacey Ann Buchanan. Um, she's a speaker, motivational speaker on Instagram. I have to say a shout out to her because she's always dropped gems to me. And yeah, like if you if you know that you're in a position of, of influence, take that time to DM a young up and coming black um, creative journalist, lawyer what whoever it is and you know get out of this selfish mentality of like my success is all about me it's about community it's about helping each other like your success is opening the door to someone else I never always used to think like this I'm not even gonna lie and that was just like my ignorance but life will humble you like coming up as an up-and-coming writer it's a very scary place to be in you probably know like post-grad I don't know when you graduate but post-grad is scary like there's no one there to help you sometimes not all of us have mentors not all of us have um life coaches sometimes we we just have our professors like some people don't have that help so if you're in a position where you have influence and you have resources and you have um you're able to help someone help someone even a message of encouragement is really helpful so that someone else in the black community can be seen especially as a young person because it could feel isolating See, I like how you say it's kind of like one hand washes the other. And that's the thing. We need to really start coming together because we can go so much further as a unit, as a collective. If we really put aside, you know, the ego and the selfishness and be like, okay, what resources can I, can I, you know, give to you to assist you? And then vice versa. And let's yeah. build each other up. Even if we're not in the same field, something could work and if we are in the same field don't look at each other as competition yeah this is teamwork yeah for sure mm -hmm. i think so I think so too like it's 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 a mindset that you have to like tell yourself and like you'll learn eventually on your journey but it's like someone else's success doesn't take away from yours like we can all be successful together i had to learn that. i really had to learn that for myself and i'm not afraid to say that like you know 
there's a, like this is a big wild world big wide world sorry so like no one can like take your place we all have um attributes and skills that are valuable so yeah now how do you think we can create ourselves because i always like the idea of you know creating your own platform your own table so how do you think we can create a more inclusive and diverse online space that caters to the needs and concerns of young women, particularly in underrepresented communities like ourselves? I think exactly what you and I are doing. I think if you have an idea, um, just go for it. Like, I think starting something new can be scary, especially if you don't have that help or that mentorship. Yeah. But I think just go for it. Like you never know where your page or your YouTube channel can take you or what you're doing, right? Interviewing. You never know where it can take you. So just try. And I think that can be helpful by being more inclusive and creating spaces where um, Black women and Black women, men can go to so that they can, you know, see things that are helpful for them. I think just just go for it. Like whatever you're thinking to do, just just go for it. At the end of the day, it's like you need to see yourself. And that's one thing where I don't think we get enough of at the end of the day. And when we do see ourselves, it's usually, and I'm trying to be careful with this, but it's usually in the same negative format. Yeah. We're very quick to promote, you know, the gossip blogs and the negativity. We're very much in those spaces sometimes, but where's the positivity? So true. Yeah, I think so too. Mm. we don't see it we're not sharing it we're not promoting it yeah exists but then we complain we're not in it but then yeah. we're in it it's nowhere to be found i think that's so true i think that's really that that's really true someone creates spaces where you're like um highlighting creatives and others who are doing great things that would be a great thing to do like on instagram or social media yeah but i think helping each other would be helpful because it can feel isolating when you're starting something on your own and you don't have that help. And then you're seeing like your own like mentors or sisters and brothers who are like older and they're already in the field and they're not really helping you. So it's like we got to try to be like helpful in community because it's hard out here. Like you and I know like postgrad is not easy. It's hard out here to start, especially doing creative things like um, what you're doing, like PR, professional mm -hmm. writing, very difficult after university. It gets real to start like it's hard. It's not easy to do creative things. It's not. And that's why we, when we can, we definitely have to share our platform. And this is what I always say with this podcast. And that's my ultimate goal to give the underrepresented voice, to give people the chance to speak their truths, have a platform that normally wouldn't be asked. Yeah. So there's like no discrimination when it comes to the platform. If you have a story, if you have a lesson that you want to share, come and let's share it because you might think not that you're not nobody, but because you don't have that status or that following that yeah. you help someone yeah. when it's yeah. actually the opposite It's usually yeah. those people who help others the most. Yeah. And I think that's another thing. This is something that I want to get off my chest. I think we have to get like what you were saying out of the ego mindset, because don't look down on someone because they don't have the title. Like do not look down on the up and comers, please mm. do down on people, humble yourself and have humility because it's just like we're all a somebody just because someone is not like big and popping on social media you know they haven't dropped a book yet or doing this and that spend some time to actually talk to them and talk about their dreams you can help them like get out of the ego like it, it's really something that we have to do because i feel like sometimes for our community we're very like selfish that way like we don't want to it's all about us and not about like actually helping each other yep. so that's like a that we have to get out of because it just for Blacks, we really only have each other. Like, it's us. 
like for let's be honest like sometimes um your white counterparts may not be helping you sometimes so we have each other we have to have each other absolutely it can't be every man for himself yeah it's it's hard <laughs> so my next question for you is what message would you like to send to young women who may be struggling with their self-esteem and their social media obsession okay my message is that struggling with your self-esteem is not anything to be ashamed about um i think it is a part of being human it is a part of being a woman um sometimes we have insecurities sometimes we have things that we have to work through um, but God can use the things that you're going through to make you better, to allow you to help someone and he'll get you through it. Cause I'm a believer. So I'm going to say that, but yeah, it's not anything to be ashamed of. I think sometimes when we go through things in life, whether it's insecurity or our mental health or whatever it is, we feel ashamed. We feel like we're the only one that's struggling with this. And that can make us feel even more isolated. Young black girl, young black woman, if you're struggling, I am you, you are me. We we're all going through this journey together. People on social media who you think have it together are going through things. They're developing themselves. It's just not everyone is talking about it. So it is okay to not be okay sometimes. And it is okay yeah. to grow on your journey. This is a part of life. So that's, that's what I would say. And you're going to get there. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. And it's a day-by-day process. It's not going to be like an overnight thing. It's a, it's a journey, not a destination. That's that right there. Right there. Um, all the time like I was talking to my therapist and I'm just like but I just want to get there and she's like you think it's a destination not a journey so yeah that that line right there said it all yeah don't expect these things to happen overnight there's some things that you could be like I want it today you don't know when that time's gonna come there's something that I was I've always said I wanted to do for the last two years took two years we're going on three and mm-hmm. finally happening now. And I was like, what is going on? Like, this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And you can do it. Like, you can do great things. I think sometimes if we don't see ourselves, I think sometimes we limit ourselves to what we think God can do in our lives. Because I find myself thinking that, like, oh, my goodness, like, can I actually do this? And I think that's a human mindset for all of us. But I think we underestimate what god can do with someone who thinks they're unqualified god qualifies the unqualified so like believe in yourself like it doesn't matter if you don't think you have a title you do have a title like you're god's child and you're doing your thing like you're up and coming you might not be there yet but it's all coming together it's just not yeah it's it's unfolding in the way that maybe you didn't think it was unfolding but it is coming together little by little so bria this is like my favorite question it's sad because it means we're coming to the end of this amazing conversation. But I need you to sit back. Mm-hmm. It's all about you now. And tell us, what does it mean to be unapologetically Bria? This question is so sweet. Like I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's such a sweet question. I think the unapologetically me is to own my story. I think it's to own my story, to let go of comparisons, to let go of shame and to let go of self-doubt and to just unapologetically be myself because you can never lose when you you are yourself. I think as women, sometimes we can doubt ourselves and we can, you know, sometimes you feel like, you know, maybe I'm not enough or you want to be someone else. Be yourself. There's so many dope and amazing things about you. Like for me, I started actually um, writing positive things about myself and putting it as my screensaver so that when you have your phone, 
like I, I had I have it on my Instagram page, so you can go look at it on the Grow to um, Grow Woman, so that when you tap out of your phone and you see your 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 wallpaper, that's what you see. Mm-hmm. So the unapod unapologetically me is to own my story. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Can I tell you? Within such little time, you gave us so many gems, insight, gave a lot of the listeners and viewers, if you're watching this on YouTube, something to really go back and think about. Thank you so much. Now, (laughs) for like, I'm just, I'm still in a whirlwind because I always think about this for myself and because I do Mm -hmm. a lot of like social media management. So Mm -hmm. I'm there a lot and it's like, kind of have to learn that balance. But Mm -hmm. like, hearing you say this, I'm like... Oh, I can relate. And I know so many people who can relate right now. I have my best friend who doesn't even use social media. You're lucky that she uses Facebook. That's because of family. That's really good for her. Like, I commend people. Someone actually told me that I went to school with that she stopped using social media for, like, four years. Like, I think that's amazing. Like, for me, for for what we do, I don't think we can abandon it. Because we're doing, like, writing, like, speaking, stuff like that. But, like... Yeah, like sometimes you you gotta just like tap out, like go for a walk, spend time with your loved ones. One thing I don't do, like if I'm like at a restaurant or eating, I don't video, like I don't like to do stuff like that. Like I'm gonna sit here and be present, eat my meal. Like I'm not gonna do stuff like that. Like, yeah. That that part, I experienced that being present part this weekend and I'm like, phone's going to the side. Let me just be in the conversation. And I'm like, ooh, this is a new feeling. Yeah, with your family, like gratitude for like what you have, like the people who love you, because not all of us have everything, you know, like sometimes we don't have everything in life. But I think what we do have, we can be intentional with that and like be thankful for what we do have. And we'll find that like, wow, like, I have an amazing um, friend in my life, you know, amazing boyfriend, girlfriend, my mom, my dad, like someone, there is always someone who there who is there in your corner. It might not be a lot, but like you have something. So you guys, I'm going to leave it on that high note. Bria, before we exit today, tell everyone once again where they can find you and how they can support you. Thank you so much for this, Natalie. We have to do this again, but we'll like talk about like other topics. Yes. Yeah. So you can find me on my main social account. It's private, but like you, I'll let you in. So it's Brie underscore Barrows. And that's just it for Instagram. My um the, the woman empowerment page that I have is grow to grow woman so just one word if you type it into instagram you'll find it Mm -hmm. amazing make sure you guys give bria a follow show that support youtube you can find me on youtube bria barrow so b-r-i-a-b-a-r-r-o-w-s and that's my youtube channel make sure you guys hit that subscribe button yeah thank you so much natalie bria thank you so much it was an honor and a pleasure having you on today Y'all definitely gonna see her back again at least two more times before the end of the year. Next year again, girl, we're manifesting it. Thank you so much. You're doing a great job and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, love always. I receive, I receive, I receive. Thank you so much. Bye, you guys. That concludes another episode of Unapologetically Her. Thank you for listening. You can catch a new episode of my show every other Thursday on all streaming platforms and on my YouTube channel, Unapologetically Hurt Podcast. Please don't forget to download and leave a rating with a review letting me know what you think about the show. Most importantly, 
follow me on social media at unapologeticallyherpod on Instagram and at Natalie Nadine on TikTok and Twitter so you never miss an update, behind the scenes action, and more. Catch you ladies in the next episode.